At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Football season is all season long. And the GM Shuffle podcast is a must-listen for every football fan. Here, former NFL executive Michael Lombardi give his unfiltered opinions on players, teams, and coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday all throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VSIN and DraftKings today, wherever you get your podcast. Podcast? I mean, I know there's a lot of different things out there. Reading, reading, not uh, not a strength of mine here on a on a Monday morning. Tim Murray sitting in for the boys all week long. I won't be riding solo all week, but riding solo today here on President's Day. Coming up, bottom of the hour, the latest on Aaron Rodgers' darkness. Aaron Nagler will. Give us the latest on the rumors out there. How about the rumor that was circulating on Friday that the Packers are disgusted with what they've seen from Aaron Rodgers? We'll talk to Seth Greenberg coming up next hour. ESPN college basketball analyst and our own senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, will join us as well. So coming off of All-Star Weekend, we talked about it a little bit last hour. I'm not going to go nuts over anything. I, I do, I'll say this. You know, I'm in my mid-30s, and for me, as a youngster, and, and probably for, for many of you, that Saturday night was, and I don't know if it was just because of, of where I was at a particular age, because I can't speak for teenagers now, what they're watching on a Saturday night. But that was like a must-watch thing that we always watched on Saturday night. And for the most part, look, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have uh, the skills competition tuned in. And, and I'll be honest. Look, like I said in the first hour, I was sweating out Washington State, Oregon last night, not watching the All-Star game. And on Saturday night, I had St. Mary's and BYU on the TV instead of the All-Star game. But or all-star festivities. But Mac McClung, pretty darn impressive performance. Those were some those were some sweet dunks. Now look, I knew who Mac McClung was. I loved the 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 Twitter discourse of, you know, people that I knew like, oh, "I knew Mac McClung when." I'm like, who cares, man? 
What are you, what are you, congratulations. You knew when he was a, a three-star recruit going to Georgetown. Awesome. Way to go. Um, but that was, uh, that was fun to see. Dame time getting, getting the three-point contest. But uh, all-star game last night, 184 to 175. Team LeBron gets it done. If you're wondering, did the over hit? Yeah, it hit. Uh, 11th time in the last 14 All-Star games, if my if my uh, counting was correct. Jason Tatum, your MVP, 10 to 1 at some shops. So that brings it home. 55 points. NBA All-Star game record. Now, I know we, uh, back in 1961, we threw a, an asterisk on Roger Maris's home run record when he hit 61. Did we throw an asterisk on, on last night? Because there was, as a... Uh, as, as Michael Malone, head coach of the Nuggets, said, it was, quote, the worst basketball game ever played. <laughs> 184 to uh, 275. A couple injuries. Giannis uh, left the game dealing with that right injury. Uh, we talked about it last hour. Uh, depending on your book, some refunds were, were given out. And uh, LeBron said he injured, I believe it was his pinky finger, uh, on the rim and sat the second half. Speaking of LeBron, so here we go, it, you know, Second half of the season, Lakers have made moves to get Malik Beasley, to get D'Angelo Russell, to get uh, uh, Mo Bamba. Is Anthony Davis healthy? That's probably the most important question. Or can he consistently be healthy, I guess, would be the, be the question. But we have some sound. This was LeBron uh, over the weekend, at All-Star weekend, just talking about the remaining... Month, what was it? What do we got? Three months left of the regular season, and just the importance of these games and what to expect from the Lakers. 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. And it's out of mindset that I, that I have and uh, all the guys we have coming back off the break. All right, so there you go. The, the 23 of the most important games of my career not including playoffs. So that brings in the question of do you believe in this Lakers team? Look, not to win a championship, but at plus money, is this team going to make a run to the playoffs? And we could talk to JVT about this coming up at the top of the hour. For JVT, I think what is interesting for him, and I'd be curious what he's going to do because – Preseason, he was on my show, Vison Primetime, and we were talking about, you know, some win totals to take a look at. And on the air, he locked in, I want to say, Lakers to miss the playoffs at, we'll ask him what it was for sure, but it was plus, I want to say like 180, somewhere in that ballpark to miss the playoffs. So now you can lock in a profit if you're Jonathan Von Tobel, if you hit the, to make the playoffs odds, which I think different books are out there around around two to one or whatever it may be. So the Lakers are still in 13th place and have a lot of, a decent amount of ground, not a lot, but a decent amount of ground to, to make up here. But you look at who's ahead of them. Oklahoma City's still in the playoffs. They're not a team that's really trying to make the postseason. They've made that well known. Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been an absolute stud and could very well be most improved player of the year. He's averaging 30 points a game. Now, I don't... Look, the, the MIP market is so subjective. I mean, Shea Gilgis-Alexander averaged like 24 points a game last year, and yet he's still in the running and one of the favorites. So you got OKC in 10th. You've got Utah, who traded pieces to the Lakers, a team that I mean, what the what the Jazz have done this year to to be in the spot that they're in, even in contention. I mean, they're a half game out of the play-in tournament, and they traded away Rudy Gobert. They you know, traded Mike Conley away. They just traded Beasley away. This is a team that is stockpiling picks right now for the future, and yet they're still. I mean, look at Laurie Markin, who's a starter in the. In the All-Star game, and what they have done so far uh, with that trade, it it is just incredible. Also traded away Jared Vanderbilt to the uh, to the Lakers as well. But Walker Kessler comes in, doing what 
He did it at, uh, at Auburn, which was become a, an elite rim-protecting center, averaging over two blocks per game. But the point being, do you believe, should we believe, that the Lakers, or sorry, the Jazz, will continue to, to play at this level? And then you've got the Trailblazers sitting there uh, a game and a half ahead of the Lakers, which certainly, you know, for the Trailblazers, you would think for the most part that they, they will try to get into the postseason. But remember, when you're, when you're betting to make or miss the playoffs, the play-in tournament doesn't count. So they have to, if the Lakers can make up what is right now two games, which isn't that hard to envision, but if they can make up those two games, if they get into the play-in tournament, do you trust that this Laker team can, can pull it off? Golden State, on the other hand, too, right? When is Steph going to come back? If he comes back, is he healthy? Lakers open up the second half of the season on Thursday at home against Golden State. Then you're on the road, Dallas, Memphis, Oklahoma City. So a lot of big-time West Conference games coming out of the shoot here for the Lakers. They have a nice stretch late. I mean, the end of the schedule for the Lakers, if they're trying to vie for a playoff, you've got two games against Chicago in late March, on the road at Minnesota, at Houston, at Utah, Clippers, Phoenix, and they wrap up the regular season with the Jazz. So you look at their final eight games or so, you've got games in which... They'll be, a, they'll be a favorite against Oklahoma City, favorite against Chicago in both of those games, on the road at Minnesota, favorite against Houston. So they, they've got an opportunity here, but I just, you know, for me, to make the playoffs, sure. Especially if you had bet to miss the playoffs, like I know JVT did, you're locking yourself in for, for a profit. But, well, ask Jonathan Von Tobel this question, you know, do you believe that the Lakers, is it worth cutting into your profits to ensure a win, or should he just roll with what he has? To me, they're still way overvalued when it comes to the futures market. And it doesn't seem like they're going to get Kevin Love, who got bought out this weekend. All reports say he's heading to Miami, Just kind of hilarious considering Kevin Love is headed down to South Beach <laughs> after uh, after you know what it all uh, unfolded. The first LeBron go around, he goes back, he gets Kevin Love. Um, but we'll talk to Jonathan Von Tobel a little bit later on in the show. Uh, I know he's got some thoughts. The Bucks sitting there at six to one, depending on where you look. I can't trust the Nuggets. A lot of people believe in the Clippers. There's a lot of. Uh, discussions to be had and the Warriors might be that team that could be worth that long shot you know especially if Steph Curry continues to be de dealing with an injury when does he come back is there value on the Warriors at some point in time we'll talk some Aaron Rodgers bottom of the hour but up next the one and only Will Hill got a big time showdown in Fort Worth Texas tonight TCU Kansas what is Will Hill looking at in that one? It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits. Deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Happy President's Day. Is that a thing? People say that? Probably not. Maybe you have a three day weekend. Happy three day weekend. How about that? Hopefully you cash some tickets this weekend. I know our next guest did. Always fired up to talk to my guy at not the Will Hill on Twitter. And he's going to laugh at me and he's going to get mad at me. But I'm going to say this about 15 times during this segment. The current leader of the Circa College Hoops Challenge, Will Hill, with 15 and a half points, a 15-9 and one record. Uh, if you're not aware of this contest, I'll, I'll do it real quickly before we uh, we bring in Will. Every Friday night, Matt Humans, like he did during the football season, is doing a contest, eight of us competing. I'm included in it as well. And uh, Will coming off a 3-2 and two weekend, a half-point lead over Hoops Peterson, one-point lead over Jim Root, and two points lead over yours truly here. So, uh, Will, keep it rolling there. I don't really mean that. I hope you fall and uh, lose it. You know... I hope you go four and one every week, and I go five and zero. Oh. Is that fair? I mean, we we both be winners. No, no, those math that math just doesn't work for me. And look, you got all the momentum. You're four and one. You're hot. So uh, usually, when you go four and one, you're probably going to go four and one again this weekend. So now that you said it, I think that's uh, that's what's going to happen. This is this is just going to be a segment of mushing each other yes. all throughout uh, the segment. Um, so Will Hill, you can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. Uh, a lot to get to, uh, but let's start ta- college hoops. And I haven't talked about this game yet on the show, and uh, I I think I put it in on the website, but uh, if not, I'll we'll, we'll do it now. Uh, I'm on TCU tonight, but I there's a bit of queasiness because there's a lot of things that I love. In, in college basketball handicapping, Will, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. So, by the way, tonight, Kansas taking on TCU. Kansas coming off a massive victory. What a second half by the Jayhawks at Fog Allen on Saturday, beating Baylor. And then TCU, not to be overlooked, they welcome back Mike Miles. They drop a hundo on Oklahoma State. They just look like a completely different team with him back in the lineup. I like TCU. I think it is a bit of a letdown for Kansas. However, Will, this is my 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 small worry 
Yeah. is that this is a revenge spot. TCU went to Fog Allen one by 23. And, you know, as that game goes on, as that game dates, that becomes maybe the most impressive win anybody's had all season right. to go into, you know, Fog Allen, go into Lawrence and win 83 to 60 uh, on a Saturday afternoon. I think it was the first day of our contest. Uh, that That's as good as it gets. Kansas has looked really unstoppable on offense since it, not only the win against Baylor Saturday, but uh, Stillwater is not an easy place to play. It's not easy to go into Oklahoma State and win. And Oklahoma State, you know, had an early lead, and then Kansas just flew by him. So Kansas looks really good. I think they're emerging as, you know, I know there's a lot of parity and there's no clear favorite. They might be emerging as the favorite. And, you know, it's been a while since we've had a back to back champion. I think it was Florida with Florida. Uh, those Joe Kim Noah teams back 06, 07. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that they're going to do it again. Self has had a lot of early exits, but man, they are a machine on offense. That being said, uh, TCU, with all their guys, is really a formidable team with Lampkin and Miles back. They're just so lethal in transition. And they're balanced, too. They can shoot the three. They can defend. They play inside. They can play outside. I, I wish we could get a little more. And I like TCU tonight. I really do. I think they'll win the game. I wish we could get a little more on TCU futures. We were just talking off yeah. the air, like 35 to 1. You know, the books are sort of on to how good they are. Usually when a team hits the skids like TCU has, that number will sink to the 45, 50 plus to one range at 35 to one. It's still good. I still like it, man. I, I think this TCU team, uh, when they're healthy with, with a good coach and Dixon can really make a long run. Yeah, we have the uh, the odds up there. DraftKings is at 30 to one. And we're talking to Will Hill. And I was tweeting about this over the weekend, watching TCU unfold. And Matt Humans and I will actually talked about this on the College Basketball Betting Podcast, which, by the way, go go subscribe if uh, if you if you would like. Um, we'll have a new episode out later tonight. And, you know, TCU is kind of one of those teams, kind of like Creighton a little bit, where you you still believed in them, but you you love the fact that they're having this skid. And on Saturday, I'm sitting there, and I pull up the Circa app, and they dropped from 35 to 20 to 1 before the game even concluded against wow. Oklahoma State. I'm like, oh, man, I missed it. And then I looked at some other shops. Um, you know, I think William Hill, not not no relation to you, uh, had 40, and then I found another spot here in town. Stations had 40 as well. So I took a little bit on 40 to 1. I, I hear you, man. I mean, this is one of those teams, and and I guess I want to s- expand this into just kind of a broad college basketball discussion when it comes to the futures market. And this has kind of been the discussion. You know, we had it last week. You know, I talked about it with Michael Lombardi over the weekend as well. It's, you know, what teams should you look at, Will? And I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. You know, what teams still have that perceived value and and what feels to be a relatively open college basketball season? I mean, the number one team in the country as a, you know, until later today when the AP poll comes out, Alabama, I mean, they lost by 24 points to a team that's below 500 three weeks ago in Oklahoma. So what teams intrigue you in the, in the futures market right now? Yeah, and it's funny as we get closer to the tournament, it's hard to believe we're less than three weeks. Three weeks. Sunday. Yeah. The Super Bowl getting pushed back is just kind of messed with all of our brains. It's, you know, we're like eight, nine days away from, from March. It's hard to believe. Uh, that being said, I wouldn't be looking at anybody top of the board. And, you know, it's not only, and we're again, we're running out of time. It's not only who I would bet. I think it's more of like when you bet them because Creighton, not that long ago, three, four weeks ago was like 75 to one Indiana. Not that long ago was 50 to one. So it's really, it's just about finding these teams at, at their low point and, and getting the right time, buying the, the right time, buying low. Uh, as far as the board right now, I got the screen in front of me, you know, Iowa State could make a run, you know, Marquette. I, I I would look just maybe take a basket, four or five of these teams in this 30 to 40 to one range and just hope you get a few of them to the final four and, and go that way. If you're really sold on a team, too, I always say this, but I, it's worth repeating. If you're really sold on a team, usually you get better odds with the mechanical parlay. What I mean yeah. is bet them on the money line, roll it over, bet them again. Sometimes when you do the math on what you're really getting with these odds, they short pay you a little bit with the title odds. Sometimes you're better off just going game by game. But, man, you could give me 10, 12 teams, and I could say, yeah, I could see that. Like St. Mary's with that point guard. Uh, he's a hell of a, oh, he's a tremendous player. You know, they play slow. They're good on both sides of the ball. Uh, St. Mary's would be a fun team to back. 30 to 1, Do I, I mean, is that a great price? Uh, I don't. I mean, again, shop around, try to get the best number, but there's there's so many teams that could make a run. What scares me about St. Mary's and Tennessee, and we saw Tennessee over the weekend, is oh. that they are this slow pace, right? So if they get 
bogged down. Both you and I were on Kentucky in the contest, so a good winner for us. But they got hot in the second half, did, did the Vols. So you're, you're hopeful there that maybe that. But, I mean, you look at some of these metrics, man. Tennessee is 67th, Will, in adjusted offensive efficiency. You're not winning a national championship 67th in the country in offensive efficiency. And then what also scares me, I have a Baylor future. I got a preseason, and they're awesome offensively, but they stink defensively, man. They are 85th. We saw that. They gave up 55 points in the second half. So when you see these teams that are great at one thing but stink at the other, I get worried. You need a little bit of that kind of that perfect balance, right, of, you got to be good enough on one side and then maybe really good at, at the other offense or defense side, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Because, the, look, you got to win six games. you got to beat yeah. six pretty good teams uh, as the uh, as the games go on. So, uh, eventually, you know, right, you're going to have a bad night shooting. you got to find different ways to win. I'd be surprised. As much as it's wide open, I'd be surprised if Tennessee won. I just never trust Barnes as a coach. They can't make a jump shot. For them to go through the tournament and win six games against tournament competition, like I, I'd be more surprised if they won it all than they lost in the first round. To me, Tennessee, uh, I just don't see it with that team. I, I know their defense is outstanding, but uh, I don't see it with Tennessee at all. And it's Rick Barnes, too. So. It's Rick Barnes. <laughs> you know, it's, you he had Kevin Durant and two, I think two other NBA players and couldn't even make the Sweet 16. Not that I hold that against him 20 years later, but maybe I do. Uh, it seems like you do. Not the Will Hills where you could find Will Hill. By the way, the leader in the uh, the Circa College Basketball Contest. Just a reminder, 15-9-0-1, 15.5 points. I mean, that's that's almost an insurmountable uh, lead, so I don't know if I can reach him, but uh, I, will, I will try. Uh, real quickly, before you eventually run, run Will, uh, you're on TCU. I'm on TCU as well. I'm going to lay the short money line there. I think the cheapest price we could find, it's up to minus 130. It was minus 120 last night. Uh, give me the elevator pitch on Louisville-Duke tonight. You getting down and dirty with the Louisville Cardinals at, at 18 and a half? You know, it sounded good in my head, but when you, you go on TV and you say it out loud, I like Louisville. That's a dangerous thing, but they've played well here. They beat Clemson. You know, they were really competitive against Miami, covered easily, uh, and then covered easily against Virginia. That's a young team. Maybe they're getting a little better here. Maybe Duke, uh, you know, takes them a little lightly. 18 and a half, 19 points. It's a lot. I like Louisville. My man, I appreciate you getting up with us. And uh, once again, insurmountable lead up top in the college basketball contest. I'll try. I mean, we're all just fighting for second place right now. Thanks, Tim. See ya. <laughs> there he is. Will Hill. We're both riding with the Horned Frogs. What? What is it? It's like this? Is, it, is this what they do? TCU. Don't let us down. No national championship deal tonight. Take care of business. Come on. Get it done. We'll talk some Packers next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. As basketball and hockey seasons continue. Bet Rivers online sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Tim Murray in for the boys here on Follow the Money. It is. I was about to say it's Vsin Primetime, which is my normal show, but uh, no, it's uh, it's Follow the Money. That's their show. Mitch and Paul out this week. Uh, Tim Murray in for them, uh, so we will be hanging out with you all week long. And uh, you know, it's a busy time when it comes to uh, when it comes to you know college basketball and the NBA, NHL, all that. But it seems like the last three off seasons have just been nonstop for the Green Bay Packers. And our next guest is a man who has been covering the Packers for multiple decades. You can follow him on Twitter, at Aaron Nagler on Twitter, co-founder of Cheesehead TV. Aaron, just your typical quiet offseason up there in Packerland. Um, do you have any sources inside the darkness right now with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Uh, I've tried, but uh, unfortunately, you know, as Aaron is very quick to point out, nobody has anybody in the inner circle when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. So I am in the dark as much as anybody. Unfortunately. Uh, you know, Aaron, I, I guess the first thing I want to get to is just the contract situation and how it all plays out because right. everyone just says, well, he's going to be traded to the Raiders or he's going to go to the Jets or – for those who, because uh, I've looked at, you know, spot rack and I've tried to figure it out. I'm just not smart enough. Right. So contractually, 
what are the Packers on the hook for if, let's say, they traded him to the Raiders? How can they get out of that? What does the contract situation look at it? Is it feasible to deal Aaron Rodgers? I mean, it's feasible, but it's going to be painful. I mean, the thing is, is first of all, I'm going to let you know, you're not dumb. That contract in particular is absolutely crazy. Like, it is one of the most unique contracts you're ever going to kind of delve into in the NFL. So you're reading the particulars, the bonuses, and all the kind of triggers in that contract. It's hard to wrap your head around it. But essentially, yeah, they can do it. It's going to hurt, but they can do it. It's going to hurt even more the longer they wait, which is what kind of feels like it's coalescing right now this offseason because if they don't trade him this offseason, it becomes even worse next offseason or the offseason after that. The thing is, as Aaron you know, very publicly said, if he were to be traded, he understands almost certainly whoever he'd be traded to, he'd work with that team on the contract to adjust it, to make it more palpable for whoever is getting him. The problem is, is there's nothing the Packers can do. Once he's traded, all of that bonus money that would have been prorated over the life of the deal becomes due instantly. The Packers will go from, if Rodgers is back on their team next year, they'll have roughly like $20 million worth of cap space, which isn't a ton, obviously, but enough to maneuver. If they trade Aaron Rodgers, they have rough, just over $10 million. Um, and that's, you know, needing to sign all your rookies and re-signing any guys you want to re-sign. And, you know, in the, today's NFL, $10 million is not going to get you very far. So it, they can do it. It's going to hurt. And what's really kind of tough, the situation they're in is, okay, so let's say you do trade Aaron Rodgers, and now you're turning the page and you're handing the keys to Jordan Love, and you're telling Jordan Love, oh, by the way, we really can't go and get you any help because we kept kicking the can trying to win a championship with Aaron Rodgers. So they're stuck in a tough spot because of the contract they gave Aaron last offseason. When I think a lot of people were thinking it was time to turn the page and they probably could have gotten a boatload of picks for him, maybe even a player or two. But all that has sailed after a poor season from Rodgers and this contract that they've given him. We're talking to Aaron Nagler, co-founder of Cheesehead TV, at Aaron Nagler on Twitter. A lot of Aaron's uh, to discuss because we got to get to Aaron Jones. <laughs> so, so many Aaron's. Yeah, yeah. we got to get to Aaron Jones here uh, as well. But you know, right now, here we sit, February twentieth. Um, you know, Rogers is in, is in darkness. He'll come out and you know talk to Pat McAfee like he always does each and every right. week and give us yeah. some sort of gem. Um, but but <laughs> but what would your gut tell you right now? You know, I'll get to the fan base here in just a moment. But you know, for people thinking about all right, what are the Packers going to be like this year? There was that report that came out, you know, late Friday night saying that you know the front office wasn't happy with them. Um, What's your gut telling you right now, Aaron, from, from, from the people that you've talked to, from, from just your long time covering this team, do you think Aaron Rodgers is ultimately dealt before the draft so they can you know, get some draft compensation? Right, and what's even trickier now is that it really behooves them to make him a June 1st designation if they traded him, but they're not going to be able to wait to June 1st because, like you said, people want to do it before the draft. I'm telling you, I have said this all season long. I said it immediately after the season ended. And I know there's been tons of smoke out there about a potential trade. But no, I still think he's back in Green Bay for one more year. I really do. And it feels so crazy to say that after all the stuff we've seen about the Raiders, about the Jets. And I know, you know, there have been rumblings both, you know, in the press and, yeah, behind the scenes of people being kind of sick of the dance, you know. But I do think when you look at the season that they are coming off of, trying to transition away from Devontae Adams, really young receivers that he's trying to help break in, he breaks his thumb in week four, five, you know, and then he's playing with a broken thumb for half a season. I think most people would look at that season and say, okay, you know, it was a really tough transition. I think Aaron himself would probably want one more crack with Christian Watson and Aaron Jones behind him and really get kind of a feel for this young team that there's a lot of potential there. You saw it in the win against the Vikings, the win against the Cowboys. They have the ability to put up points, you know, get a little bit more consistent on defense. And I think they could do something, but I do think, you know, that we're going to continue to hear all these kind of trade speculations, et cetera, until Aaron kind of makes a definitive decision. I'm still of of the opinion that he's going to come back and play one more year, which of course will be tough for Jordan Love, who I expect if that were to happen, he would instantly demand a trade. And I think the Packers would tell him, like they told Aaron two years ago, 
nope, we've got you under control for two more years. You know, that's life in the NFL. We're the ones who drafted you. They're, you know, it's a tough business. Uh, but I think they would hold on to Jordan for another year and make the transition next season. But I do think Aaron will be back for one more year. That is, it sounds weird to say in this kind of current media environment we're in, but that's where I'm sitting right now. Well, and, and I don't think it's that crazy. We're talking to Aaron Nagler because of just the contract situation. And, and you know, as you, as you laid it out, you know, if he stays, you got $20 million to work with, which isn't a ton. Right. But if he yep. goes, you're kind of hamstrung and, and you're, you're up against it. And, yeah. and you're putting Aaron, you're putting Jordan Love, like you alluded to, in a really tough spot to make his, you know, start to his career. So I, yeah. I you know, unless they're blown away by, by some sort of package. Yeah, I would, and I that, would. And that's the thing, right? I mean, it does take just one owner. Sure. Right. I mean, we, you, that's so funny to watch kind of online Packers fans kind of dreaming of these huge kind of deals. And I'm like, man, I'll, I'll be you know not surprised, but I'll be happy if they get a one, like a straight up one. But, you know, people are talking about, oh, they could deal one and a potential, you know, Second, that turns into a first if Rodgers plays more than one year, et cetera. And all it takes is one owner. All it takes is a Woody Johnson going, <laughs> yes, I'm going to put butts in the seats. I want Aaron Rodgers and our green. You know, it, like that could happen. I mean, crazier stuff has happened in the NFL. Oh. So I wouldn't completely write it off. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you know, Woody Johnson's not even hiding, right? He's like, I want a quarterback. I mean, <laughs> he, he wants, exactly. He, he went out and spent the second overall pick on Zach Wilson two years ago, and he's already saying we need a quarterback here. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, real quickly, before I let you run, Aaron, another Aaron, Aaron Jones. Um, what it, His deal, I know you wrote about it on your website. Uh, his deal, he, he re-ups, he's, he kind of maneuvers things. So uh, for folks who didn't catch it, what is the Aaron Jones – uh, deal kind of mean this year and long-term for the Packers? Well, it's really great when it comes to the cap because, you know, he took a salary, kind of a shave on a salary, gave back $5 million in, in salary. They converted most of that back into a bonus. But the, the cap maneuvering, you know, he was set to be about $20 million against their cap, which was never going to happen at the running back position. But now he's counting somewhere around a little over eight. So that's a huge savings. And look, he is the straw that stirs the drink on offense in Green Bay. Uh, I think a lot of Packers fans wish he'd get the ball more, but there's zero doubt when he's on the field, he makes a huge difference both in the running game and out of the backfield catching the football. He is just production waiting to happen. Uh, the man, he averages 5.1 yards per carry, and it's just crazy that they don't give him the ball a little bit more than they do. But, yes, uh, this, is, this is a major win for the Packers, especially we're just talking about if they do end up transitioning to Jordan Love, Having Aaron Jones as your kind of security blanket, you could do a lot worse as a young starting quarterback. So it's a huge win for the Packers. There's no doubt. You could follow him on Twitter at Aaron Nagler Cheesehead TV. Aaron, great stuff. We appreciate it. Uh, you know, just just keep things quiet. It's a, it's a boring offseason yeah. up there in Packerland. Man, one of these years, I'm going to have an offseason where I don't have to deal with all the drama. I, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting for that year. Well, it ain't going to be this year, but we appreciate nope. it. Great stuff there from Aaron Nagler. We transition from the Packers to the Commanders, another team that's offseason is never quiet. Ben Standing covers the Washington Commanders. He'll give us the latest on why did Eric Bieniemy decide to hitch his wagon to this franchise? Come on back. It's Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. As basketball and hockey seasons continue, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every lot, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game, Parlay, bet and get, weekly pro basketball, bet and get, and more. Check out betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new ball game. Tim Murray sitting in for the boys here on Follow the Money. Mitch and Paul out this week. They'll be back next week. I'll be with you all week long, likely with a co-host. But you know what he said? It's a three-day weekend. Let's have a little fun. Let's ride solo. Let's spread our wings. We'll talk to Seth Greenberg, talk some college basketball coming up. Top of the hour. Who does he think is the best team in all of college basketball? But when in doubt, you call in your friends. And uh, there's a no better guy, no harder working man in the business than Ben Standig, who covers the Washington Commanders and the NFL for The Athletic. And he joins us right now on the program. Ben, always a pleasure. I got a lot to get to, but first and foremost, uh, in your uh, in your early days, you got to cover Georgetown hoops. It was it was a funny weekend to see all these people that you and I know, you know, claiming ownership of Mac McClung. I knew him when he was this guy at this high school. So uh, pretty, uh, pretty. I don't know if you had uh, were able to get down, but uh, Mac McClung did something that we were uh, all aware of. He was capable of doing, you know, back in the days when he was a what, like a three star recruit coming out of a small town in Virginia. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, when when it became known that uh, I don't remember if he was already committed to Georgetown or or, or we just knew he was in the mix because he he had committed to Rutgers and then transferred. Um, but yeah, you, you you get you catch wind of the YouTube uh, mixtapes and you know you can kind of roll your eyes at some of this stuff. But then you start watching, it, you're like, oh my lord, how <laughs> what, what kind of vertical leap does this guy have? Um, and then it just kept going. He obviously does come to Georgetown. I was there for it when, you know, covering him when he was here. And, uh, you know, it was a true highlight. I mean, look, look, guys dunk all the time, but it was a legitimate moment every time he was given the opportunity to sort of be you know, in open space and, and make a play. And he never disappointed. And, um, and then just to keep, but, but you're like, okay, well, what does this mean beyond college basketball? You know, can he make the NBA? And, you know, it, 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 you know six foot, guy. I mean, you know, his shot's not bad, but it's not great. You're like, I, I don't know. But the one thing that always struck me with him beyond the dunking was he had this relentless energy, sort of Westbrookish. I, I mean, I'm not comparing it to Westbrook because that's the ultimate bar for that, but like it was that type of deal. He just never stopped, and if you can feel like he never stopped. I, I mean, honestly, I don't know about for you, but like the most impressive part of the dunks 
the dunks themselves were just beautiful. I mean, they were just great. He didn't miss. All, he didn't miss. Yes. That, to me, is so, I mean, to, to, to do that high degree of difficulty and not miss shows how much time he's put into this. And, like, that, that says something to me. He took it seriously. He takes it seriously. And, uh, yeah, I was so wildly impressed for him. And just, like, you're right. So to remember first time seeing him as this, you know, random high school dude from, you know, rural Virginia, you're like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, it was uh, it was fun to watch for sure. And I'll be honest, uh, as I already said, I wasn't watching it live because I may or may not have had some money on BYU and needed him to keep it within 10 against uh, St. Mary's, which they did. So good job, Cougars. All right, Ben Standing joining us. Uh, athletic commanders reporters covered Washington sports for a long, long time. I- I'm going to keep it simple on this question. Why would Eric Bieniemy explain to our listeners why would Eric Bieniemy want to hitch his wagon to this organization? Yeah, well, I guess my take from the beginning from the commander's perspective in terms of this OC search once they fired Scott Turner last month is when you consider that the owner may be selling the team, that under this owner, they've been one of the most, one of us not the most chaotic franchise for a long time now, that because of all that dynamic, the head coach with three consecutive non-winning seasons could be facing a winner or else kind of a year. And the quarterback isn't a dynamic one. It's a guy, basically a rookie in Sam Howell. It was a fifth round pick last year, has some promise, but has only one start for somebody to consider that right. All the way around is going to have to be somebody with no options. Uh, nobody with options is really, or like you're just, you know, you're on the come, you're on the rise, you know, somebody who just doesn't have a ton of experience. Okay. Let me look. That's what you had to look at. And then you look at the enemy and you think, well, what are you talking about? He clearly has options. Eh, I don't, I don't know that he did to be honest. I mean, he wasn't getting the head coaching job as we know, you know, roughly 16 interviews with 15 teams over the past few years, including one this year with the Colts, no, 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 no offers. Um, People keep thinking he left Kansas City for this. Well, he didn't really. His contract ended after the year. And if you really parse through Andy Reid's comments throughout Super Bowl week and since then, I'm not saying Andy Reid was saying we don't want, we wouldn't take him back, but he wasn't saying we don't want to, we, we, we don't, we're going to keep him no matter what. He was really trying to help Eric Bannaby get something, even this, even a situation where he gets to run an offense, uh, his offense without you know, an Andy Reid type person above him. Um, that perhaps is the barrier for some of the teams that were interviewing him previously. I don't know if that's really the case, but okay, maybe it is. So ultimately, this was the one team left that was offering him that opportunity. And I, he decided to, you know, and I give him credit for this, he decided to, to, to roll that dice. And, and take it, but it, it's not like he really had six teams to choose from for whatever the opportunity was. This was kind of it, or I guess he goes back to Kansas City, but again, we'll see. I don't even know if that was completely an option because they wanted, I think they want to promote Matt Nagy from the quarterback coach back to his old OC job. So, I, you know, it's going to be really interesting, but I don't, I don't think the enemy has as many options as people think he does. We're talking to Ben Standing, who covers the Washington Commanders for The Athletic, also the NFL as well. Check out his podcast, Standing Room Only. How good can this offense be, Ben? Because, you know, last offseason, you know, I remember hearing, you know, you and, and other people that, that I know in the D.C. area not saying, yes, this, this offense can be good, but not only that, the people inside that building really were high on that offense, which might ultimately have led to the ousting of Scott Turner. Obviously, you know, Carson Wentz was a disaster. But when you look at, okay, Biennemi walks in, he's got outside of the quarterback, which is certainly a question, really talented wide receivers, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, a first-round pick from last year, some other pieces, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas there at the tight end position, some solid running backs that are all under contract. I mean, there's a lot to work with here for Eric Biennemi, the quarterback is the, is the big concern here. Is it Sam Howell? Is it going to be someone else in free agency? But, you know, in your eyes and from the people that you've talked to around the organization, how good can this offense be heading into 2023? 
Yeah, I mean, they definitely have the the skilled playmakers. I mean, if Juju Smith-Schuster was the best receiver for Kansas City, um, I don't think he cracks the top three in Washington with Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dodson, and Curtis Samuel. Um, I mean, he's good, but I'm saying these guys are, are, are pretty good. McLaurin is, you know, developed into one of the best receivers in the league. Dotson was pretty dynamic as a rookie um, and led the team in touchdowns. So uh, th- there's that. Then at running back, you've got this, you know, what looks like a really nice one-two punch with Brian Robinson bringing you the sort of that early down power back type, and then Antonio Gibson can uh, break plays on the perimeter. Right there, I mean, that's five players that can make moves, and that's a you know big improvement from when Ron Rivera took over the team and uh, something you can absolutely work with. I think they've got questions at tight end. Their offensive line is a bit of a mess, and they recognize that and know that they need to upgrade that. So we'll see how that goes, and that goes a long way, as we know, towards any offense. And then there's the Sam Howell component. Yeah, Sam Howell has a lot of the tools that you want in this modern era, big arm, and he can really, he's got legit mobility and he's willing to run. He, he also was a fifth round pick last year and he has one career start. <laughs> so, you know, I, we'll see where that, where that goes. I think that's going to be the, the key. I mean, if we assume that they, you know, spend two high picks on the offensive line and maybe out of that, you know, you'd like to think they can get back to sort of middle of the pack kind of deal. At least that's the hope. The quarterback though, We'll see what Hal can do, and that's going to be a big test for Bianami to, um, you know, to, to to show his coaching chops by by helping Sam Hal navigate um, what may be the starting gig that they're, they're going to add a vet. But I, you know, I, I don't know that they're going to add. They're not adding a Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be sort of Andy Dalton or below in terms of like what you're looking at from the quarterback. So not going to be a great room no matter what on the surface. But um, if if they can get Hal to get going, I mean, it, it could it could get interesting. Eric Bieniemy, leading the charge there for the offense of the Washington Commanders. Ben Standig, you're the man. Appreciate it, brother. Tim, for any time for you, man. Thanks. Stay there up. he is. Ben Standig covers the Washington Commanders for the Athletic. Top of the hour, Seth Greenberg. A pretty interesting weekend. How about Kansas? Quite the performance at Fog Allen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.